the draw the death machine, Sammy Callahan, and you were watching and or listening to Count It Out with Mike and Tyler. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, we are live, pals, and welcome to another edition of the Bill After Sealed of Approved Counted Out with Mike and Tyler, except it is not Counted Out with Mike and Tyler this week. It is Counted Out with the name that I think we should have went from went with from day one. It is Counted Out with Tyler and Tyler today, because I am joined by the one and only Saturday Night Delight Tyler Turva. Tyler, what's going on, man? Thanks for jumping on. No problem, man. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, and I'm just happy that I finally got the Tyler and Tyler thing going here. So, Mike, you're out, bud. Like, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Tyler squared. Let's make it happen. <laughs> that's it, man. Well, we're here to talk about a lot of stuff today. I want to talk about your career because, dude, you are doing some awesome stuff, especially over the last couple months. And, and over the last couple of years, you've been everywhere. You've been doing everything. But I want to start with rock solid wrestling because they are presenting punches pile drivers and pinfalls it is coming to kirkland lake on saturday august the 19th at northern college this show is sponsored by kirkland lake towing and pinewood park motors and a hundred percent of the profit profits wow profits are going to the community living kirkland lake so amazing stuff going on here uh rock solid wrestling is one of the most respected companies in all of ontario uh, let me just talk about your relationship with Rock Solid Wrestling and just how important they've been to your career. Man, they've been like they've been more important than like I probably ever really talked about. For me, um, like I've had a I got quite a few opportunities with them. So like they've been as a company, they've been running for over 10 years. Um, they're a company that a lot of people haven't heard of just because their shows run from essentially like Barrie to north of Timmins. So it's a lot more from an Ontario wrestling scene standpoint, it's more of like considered like the small towns, but those small towns have some of the biggest draws. So we get some of the most amount of fans. Like we've done, we've done shows in Collingwood where we got nine fifty, and like, uh, it's pretty regular there where it's like minimum six, six fifty every single year we go up to Timmins and we're drawing anywhere from like four or five, 600, depending on, on the year. And like, you don't have, you don't have consistent crowds of that size in Ontario, like across the board. So even like shows in Toronto, like they're not, they're not always hitting those numbers. So like rock solid wrestling, like they've been doing, um, they've been doing big crowds, but just like you said, like they're going to be given hundred percent of the proceeds at the Kirkland Lake show um, to charity. And that's something that like they've always donated. I want to say we've always raised anywhere at least about $1,500 as like a bare minimum for like, pretty much every show that they've always ran. So they're well into, I don't even know how much money it's been now. I remember the last time I asked, it was like well over the 40,000 or $50,000 mark that they've given to like local charities in a lot of these small towns. So that would, which is also cool because like all that money just ends up staying in those communities. I love so, that too. Do you take a sense of pride being associated with a company like that, that does such great work like that? That must make you feel good and, and proud as well. Right. 
Absolutely. I, I remember we, like there was a, there was a little, a little boy um, who needed like a special surgery. So we were running, um, we were running shows and, and the, the money went to him to help for his, uh, his surgeries. Uh, Cause he had a different uh, type of disability that essentially had, to, he had to go to the States for it. And, and like to see the kid was, I think his name was Ethan, his first year, I believe he was only about three years old. And then uh, we saw him, a, he, he came a couple of years later. So we saw him when he was about five. And then I think we saw him again when he was about six or seven and just to like see how beneficial like those surgeries ended up being and a lot of the money that were raised for those shows and Bracebridge and whatnot, like really helped uh, go towards the surgeries. So it was pretty cool when you like, when you get to see how that money ends up being spent firsthand and you get, like you just see like, the joy in that kid's face, like from remember even when he was three and, um, and then like to, to see him be able to progress with, with like his walking and whatnot. Like it's, yeah, it's like, that's why that's we wrestle. Awesome. Like the, yeah, sad, it's, man. it's kind of hard to put it into words. Like it's because it's uh, such a visual special, thing, but right? it's, yeah, it's super special. And it's definitely like you, you don't forget it because you remember how it made you feel that night. 100% and 100% of the profits from this show are going to the community living Kirkland Lake. So another great cause out there. I'm sure you guys are going to be fired up and ready to roll once showtime rolls around there on August the 19th. What is it though about rock solid wrestling that is just a little bit different and stands out a little bit more than a lot of the other companies in the Ontario scene? You know, they they have this kind of aura to them, this kind of vibe going on. Like, like what makes it so special? it's it's very family friendly from start to finish so you see you see a lot more in my opinion you see a, a great mix of uh guys that can that can wrestle more of like you could say an old school but with a new school kind of vibe or twang to it um but they also like essentially like we can all entertain and we entertain like we're making families smile we're making non-wrestling fans become wrestling fans and um yeah that's just not that's not necessarily cool to a lot of people, mm -hmm. but like the, the interactions that you get when I'm sure, I'm sure like you have friends that aren't huge wrestling fans. And when they finally go to a show, they're like, Oh my God, that was so cool. And or that yeah, guy was yeah. so good. Or like, even just like, I can't believe that guy said that or <laughs> made fun of that kid that way or whatever it may be. Like there's, there's always so many of those um, like little moments that really add up and they build up over throughout the course of the show. And I just feel like that's something that rock solid is really good at delivering on. Yeah. I love that you said that too, because like for myself personally, like I just started uh, probably about six months ago doing the ring announcing up in Barry for Barry wrestling. So I've had some of my friends that are non wrestling fans come up to, you know, Oh, Tyler's been a lifelong wrestling fan. Let's check it out. And they always leave the show going, that wasn't what I expected. Like that was incredible. Like that was really good. And I just think that like, the, the independent scene right now, especially in Ontario, is just flourishing. Uh, like when we take a look at the scene, like who are some names and, and talent that stand out for you that you enjoy getting in there and mixing it up with? All right. Some Ontario guys, eh? Um, definitely. This is always the hardest question for me because I always forget about people until <laughs> <laughs> and then we hang and then we hang up from the call and I'm like, oh yeah, sure. there's those three other guys I like. So not to so if I forget someone right now, I'm sorry, I'm sure it'll come up at another time. But um I love Tussle I just had a good one with uh Alexander Del Bruno. Oh nice. Yeah, he's just back from his injury too, right? Yeah. So yeah, he's great. Yeah. And I got to wrestle him in Hamilton, which is sweet. So nice. that's his hometown. So I'd rather 
I'd rather tangle with him when uh, when people think that he's a good person. Yeah, so that's you. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we all know he was a real good guy that night. So never well, one that that everyone was booing for. So <laughs> well, how about how about to take some of the heat off you? What if I mention a couple names to you that I have some interest in speaking about? Um, yep. One of my favorites and one of the guys that really hooked me into the Ontario scene is Tornado. I know he's a oh, big yeah. part, big part up there. Uh, can you talk a little bit about Tornado and, and what he's done and meant for you and, and just kind of your interactions of working with him? Absolutely. I actually just wrestled him on uh, on Friday for Oshawa Wrestling. So he is tremendous. Like he's he's 51. <laughs> so I, maybe I shouldn't tell him. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you out of heat here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel lukewarm now. So no, but he's always, uh, like he, mo- he moves better than guys that, that are in their thirties. Like he's unbelievable. There's, there's nothing that he can't do. Um, he has, <laughs> he's an amazing storyteller. If you, if you ever get to listen to a story from the guy, uh, on a personal note, but from a performer standpoint, like <laughs> the, like, the amount that people just hate him is so tremendous. Like I could just watch, like even like in a match standing across from him, like I, I find myself where I'll get lost where I'm just watching. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, vertical punch him. (laughs) (laughs) But no, he's like top to bottom. Like he's unbelievable. He's, he's such a pro. He knows how to punch. He, he moves really well. And a couple of weeks ago in Collingwood, he actually hit, he hit a coast to coast, uh, like from one rope to the other to hit oh, Salsa man. King, which was like unbelievable because his birthday was literally two days before. <laughs> I was like, how's this guy doing this? Like, I, I can only do that as a character in a video game. Like, I can't do that in real life. So, oh, he's yeah, incredible. He's, yeah, I love amazing. I love when I ever see Tornado's name on the card. I, I definitely know that we're getting our money's worth on that one. And uh, oh, another, yeah. another guy I'd like to talk to you about is a guy that you're pretty familiar with. You, you've you tangled up with him a bunch in that rock solid ring as well. And that's uh, one Mr. Diener. Uh, Cody Diener. Got to talk a little bit of Cody Diener there. Um, what's your relationship like with Cody? Uh, how impactful has he been? And, and how knowledgeable is it to have a guy that talented in that locker room uh, with, with you being in there as well? Well... Uh, impactful is definitely the intended pun. I caught that one. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually an accident, yeah. but I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the best in Canada. I've been fortunate enough to wrestle him. I, I know it's well over 50 times, especially, but may, I think we're close to 50 and just singles at this point. So wrestled him for so many different companies for so many different belts, but we've had some in rock solid that are just super special. And, uh, including in, in Collingwood and in, in front of like the 950, that was 2016, I think it was, but yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of special ones with Cody and what he brings to the locker room. Like he's bringing, he's bringing a different set of skills, um, especially just like with the the talent that he's had and being on TV and whatnot. And since rock solid wrestling shows are start, have started over the years being produced by TV and they are on like local Kojiko and whatnot, it, uh, yeah, he's always brought he's always brought a lot of different uh, points of view and uh, from a production standpoint, but also just from a performer standpoint of like really making sure that things make sense and that you're stepping up your game. And I owe so much of my knowledge that that I've been able to learn just from that many matches, like that many matches with someone you end up you end up with such a completely different set of skills that other people don't have because most people haven't wrestled someone. And, and, and once they're good, like, like I was able to wrestle Diener once he was already good. 
where like guys think they're good five, six years in, like your feet aren't even wet yet of, of getting going with this. And so, and that, that was a really big turning point for me. I went from never really wrestling in main events and then uh, I was getting wrestle main events with Diener. And so, and every time it's gotta be different and you gotta, like you got, we might, we might wrestle six times in a row in front of the same crowd with the same people. So like they're, they have an expectation of what turbo versus Diener is going to be like. So I think that's for me, that's something creatively that's really come to a different place for me as a performer is knowing that when I get in there with this guy, I know what he's going to bring. So it's always like, I want to bring that next level as well. So that's, I think that's part of why, like always being able to push each other. Um, that's what rock solid like that's why there's that that different little twang at rock solid is because we're always trying to be that next level and sometimes we're just being able to do it in front of brand new people every time so it's yeah. pretty cool absolutely and, and another company that definitely has another uh, little bit of different twang to it as you said there also involves diener and i buried the lead in the the last word there but impact wrestling uh we sure. recently we recently saw you uh make a make a big splash there in your hometown of london ontario how did all this come together? Because this wasn't just like, okay, like we're going to take a look at Tyler here, maybe give him a dark or something, man, you were the center of attention going in here. So I got to hear the backstory about this. And I want to hear your mind frame about it as everything's being told to you what's going on. It was, uh, a, it was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) B B I didn't know what to expect going into it because I didn't know. Exactly. Because so going into things, you're like, like, I didn't know there was a press conference until a couple of days before. And then when you're at a press conference, you've never had a press conference before. So you don't know what to expect from a press conference. So that's completely different. Uh, so to, to even just see the match graphic for the press conference, I was like, okay, well, this is kind of real now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like it went, excuse me it went really well like the it was it was really cool to to do a press conference live santino morella was the um he was the uh the mc or the host of it uh with george george mendez was there too and then uh yeah we had the good hands so that was uh brian myers john schuyler and then uh jason hodge the three of them as well as myself we were all in a press conference, um, helping hype the show as a last minute push. Um, they were really happy with how things went. They were looking for a certain number in terms of views in, um, on their social media platforms within a 20 hour time, 24 hour time frame, And they ended up, um, hitting that. So they were super awesome. excited about that. Cause that was the first time that they had done it. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I got the opportunity to have two matches. So a match with Jason Hodge the first night who was able to defeat him via the sunset flip, which was, uh, nice and dandy and then i got to get in there and tussle with uh brian myers for the second night so he he got the best of me and um yeah it was uh it was cool man like i came out and i've been i've been booed in my hometown of london <laughs> i've been booed since i started wrestling there i've had one match where i wasn't booed and that was the first one about 12 years ago <laughs> so when i when my music hits and i come and i step through the curtain i'm like I'm like they gonna cheer for me, and then, but I got with having that social media push behind it, having um, having the press conference, like it was definitely like a completely different vibe. So mm-hmm. they brought like the fans brought it. it was really cool. It was uh, literally in the in the entrance, like I, I was able to take a second and because I always go up on the on the rope and open the cape, and so in that moment I really got to like 
take a second and soak everything in. So that was, that was nice to really just be able to take my time, calm my nerves a little bit. And then from then on the bell rings and then it's go time. So it was, it was so cool. Yeah, man, absolutely. I love that they got behind you. I love that you got that opportunity, especially with the press conference. Like that's a totally different animal. You know what I mean? Like you said, that's not something that you, you get to do a lot of, especially on, on the Ontario scene here. So for that opportunity, let, let's talk about Brian Myers a little bit though, because I think Brian Myers is one of the best hands in the business. He just gets it. Uh, everything that he does looks fantastic. He knows how to play a crowd. Wonderful. Uh, I know he might not be the nicest person to deal with on the screen, but was he helpful in, in giving you any advice throughout the press conference or, or, you know, even like just learning from him in the ring? Like what was some of your big takeaways being around such a great mind like Brian? Well, what was cool is I got to actually mention to him how I wrestled him in my, I had a match on SmackDown in 2010 and he was on the other side the tag oh, wow. match so that was kind of cool so i was able so it kind of comes full circle like wrestled him there wrestled him in impact so um yeah going i think we had to, the match ended up being eight or nine minutes i believe i believe it's nine bell to bell and so that was kind of that was cool but uh no, no tips in the press conference just figure it out feel it out and you just feel it like you're just being asked you're being asked questions constantly so um quite a few of the the questions were directed to me so yeah. And with, with having three guys on the other side, uh, the good hands and whatnot, like it really had to uh, figure out how to bring it and, uh, and make a strong presence from my own side. Cause there's only one of me and there's three of them where it's easier to vibe and roll off of each other. But uh, I think that's where I was able to uh, just show essentially where I think some of my value is and that's just always being a pro all the time. So Absolutely. yeah, that's, yeah. But um, speaking of being a pro all the time, I guess, since he's the most professional wrestler, uh, yeah, he definitely, he definitely is a great help, good guidance, great feedback. And yeah, he definitely knows what he's doing when he's in there. That's, that's the reason he's an impact. And that's the reason why he's one of the top guys in, in wrestling no as a whole. Absolutely. I'm a big, big fan of, of Brian Myers. And I, I think he's criminally underrated in the business. Um, you know, you mentioned that they were happy with the social media numbers. They hit the numbers there. How was the feedback from the in-ring performance? Did anyone pull you aside back there and, and you know, tell you good job or or uh, give you any advice or anything like anyone uh, welcoming in the backstage area there? Yeah, I got really good feedback. The, uh, my producer, the one match was Chris Saban. And um, yeah, he was super happy with, with that thing. He was my producer for the one with Hotch. So yeah, he was very just definitely, yeah. Just said like certain, you hit certain camera angles. Well, things like that. So yeah, it was great feedback of uh, yeah. Essentially just being, told you did a good job there wasn't yeah. there wasn't much negative whatsoever they That's good so the uh yeah it was cool like <laughs> i wish i had more to answer with that it well, went well <laughs> I, I mean if chris saban's telling you did job. a good job right if chris saban's telling you did a good job then there's not much else you need to be heard of than that he's an unbelievable talent right so uh um, absolutely that guy this, was, this wasn't your first dangerous. time oh absolutely next division <laughs> champion right now like I just saw them uh, in Destiny Wrestling not too long ago. They worked uh, Flight or Fright there, and and what a match they had. And I'm a big tag team wrestling guy, so anytime I can see the machine guns in the ring, it's just heaven for me, man. Heaven for me, for sure. Uh, but this also, it wasn't your first time 
uh, doing some work with Impact Wrestling. You're part of the Gut Check series uh, a couple years ago. There, what was that experience like? Because you you always hear that the the Gut Check they like to to put you on the spot and make you think on your feet and and get you out of your comfort zone. What was your experience like with uh, Gut Check? Honestly, uh, I've always had to be on my toes for all the opportunities that I've gotten. So a lot of times I've just been told 30 minutes in advance of a show that, that I'm wrestling for impact and whatnot. So like if from a, from a wrestler standpoint, you need to be ready like four or five, six days before you show up. So your mindset doesn't, your mindset doesn't start when you get to the building though, cause you're helping, like, you might be helping out with all different things. Say, say you have set up chairs or the ring, whatever it may be. Um, just a, just to lend a helping hand. And then, yeah, when it comes to showtime, like you gotta be ready. So, excuse me, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's always on, uh, on short notice. So gut check, gut check is a completely different format. The, it started with fifth, uh, there's about 50 people or more, I want to say 50, 57, something like that it was like the original, um, the original amount, which then turned into 12. And I think there was only eight um, in the filming, there was only eight people that were shown. So it was actually done over, over a series of a lot of days. And then the finals that was actually in Atlanta. <laughs> and so uh, we were the opening match of the night. And uh, so, yeah, here you got all your nerves. You got bigger opportunity. You're in the finals of this gut check. The winner gets a contract and then, go to step out the curtain and they go, Oh, hold up. <laughs> and that was because there wasn't a lot of fans in the crowd yet, because at the time this 2020, it was the week before COVID hit uh-huh. president Trump was actually on the going through the freeway. So they, they blocked off all the freeways in Atlanta. So the fans didn't show up for um, like most of the fans didn't show up for like another 30 to 40 minutes. So we we're actually sat my gear on standby for 45 minutes before I walked through the curtain thinking I was out next. (laughs) (laughs) So just when you think you're prepared, you're actually, you're now going to have more time. And then you also have to then still stay in that same mindset, still be ready and still have your body ready and whatnot. So you can, yeah, there's, there's, (laughs) yeah, I'd like to say, Hey, this is a pretty cut and dry and it's X, Y, and Z, but it, there hasn't been uh, any opportunity that I feel like has been, it's been like that. Yeah, no, and you know what, though? Like, it's the moments like that that get you prepared for the next moment, like the press conference or, you know, going out and having to cut a promo on a show to, to stretch your time. Like, all that stuff is what makes a better performer, right? Exactly. And that's also, in my opinion, that's where you find out who the real pros are, too. Like, there's been, I had a, one of the impact matches that I had in, I think I had 45 minutes notice. Another time I had half an hour and my, my gear was out in my car, which is a five, six minute walk. So, you're going from <laughs> from that to being ready, and you gotta you gotta hope you look good. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Put on some self tanner. There's a lot of process to some of these things depending <laughs> on who you are. So, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you like from a performer standpoint, like yeah, people think that that it's uh, cut and dry, and you think you know what it's gonna be like and how it's gonna go. Like it's no, it's not. That's it, and that's why time is so important in wrestling. Like you the timing of an opportunity really matters because you can think you're so prepared. And then when you get that opportunity, it doesn't always go the way you want it, but it's not always, if it went the way that you wanted, it's how, it's how you rolled with it when things went south. And so, yeah, that's i uh, I'm, I'm really fortunate walking away from all the opportunities that I've had 
mm-hmm. uh, with impact wrestling. Like I've never, I've never felt better about things, especially with how London went. Cause I felt like I left everything out there. I showed them who Tyler Turva is, whether it was at a press conference, whether it was in front of uh, Jason Hodge or in front of Brian Myers. And then even like the fans, we had them, had them rock. And so it's, yeah. it felt pretty good to, to leave that little stamp on everything. And hopefully we got big things coming. Well, I hope so too. I was just going to say, I hope that's not the last that we're seeing you uh, poking around with impact wrestling there. We're seeing a lot of my favorite talent, you know, kind of doing work there. Jody threat just uh, signed on with them and we got reverso doing a bunch of work with them up there. Big fan of both those guys. And I just think that it's such a, a great vibe and a great fit for you and what you do in there and watching you in there with Brian Myers, you know, you look like you belong in there, man. So keep doing the great work with that, man. We love seeing it. We're all proud of you, the work that you're doing there. Thank you so much, Tyler Squared. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely want to talk about another uh, another big opportunity that you had there. And it was actually one that I was sitting in the front row for. It was uh, AEW. Uh, oh, yeah. You, you, did, you did some work with AEW there. What what was the overall vibes like backstage for AEW? Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you did the Rampage taping, right? Uh, was uh, that dark. With the dark, dark. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, but, it was Rampage. I think it was the Rampage night, but yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was AEW night. Dark. Yeah, you guys, you guys worked in there with the Dark Order, which was super cool. Um, yeah. what, what was the what was the backstage vibe like for you? Because we saw a lot of uh, Ontario talent get to shine there. So was it a fun time back there for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Catering wasn't too bad. I and, heard uh, that. <laughs> yeah, catering wasn't too bad. We got uh, got yelled at the one night because we ran out of protein, I think, because there was there was more people backstage than, than what was expected. So uh, so a few people that night didn't get to didn't get to eat. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, backstage, honestly, it was good vibe all the way around. Um, it was pretty sweet was uh, uh, talking to Jerry Lynn for like oh, 15 nice. minutes and just uh, finding like finding finding like different answers to different questions that I'd have from a rep, like from a performer standpoint with Jerry Lynn. Cause that guy's been, been everywhere, done everything. Like he's absolutely fantastic. And, and like, he's just so good at making others better, which it, it blows my mind that more. I feel like it almost seems like more people don't tap into those opportunities because there is so much talent backstage mm-hmm. at the time. William Regal was there as well. Um, so he held court with, uh, with a lot of the wrestlers, just giving everyone, uh, different advice and whatnot, which is a very William Regal thing every time, whether you've been in backstage WWE in the past or AEW, like that's, it's a really common thing uh, with Regal. Like he, he's a true pro where he really shows like how to help and he wants to help people essentially um, elevate their game if that's what they're looking to do. But yeah, the vibe backstage, it was fantastic. So it was pretty cool to have. Yeah. I was in the eight man tag. Yeah. Um, so- I guess the dark order there. So so now I got to ask the hard hitting question then. And uh, this is one that I'm sure everybody's dying to know the answer to, but who's got the better catering? Is it AEW or is it the WWE? WWE hands down. It wasn't oh, yeah, eh? but, <laughs> but I heard that at forbidden door, I heard that there was like shrimp and different steak and whatnot, because there was a, a different talent that had come from overseas for, for that one. So apparently they pulled out all the stops, but I wasn't at that one in Hamilton. So it's definitely definitely WWE because it's also like you can literally keep eating like all day, all day as many times as you want, and <laughs> it's great. And you never get in trouble for it, so that's great. <laughs> that's so they amazing. just tack that onto your pay. It's like okay, you get paid X number of dollars, but you also get yeah. unlimited food. And you got but... you got the doggy bag of chicken breasts on the way out too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> the amount of dessert at that one is astronomical. 
like at the WWE catering. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Like I remember, cause I'm not a dessert guy, but, uh, you know, Joel Coleman of, um, a lot of beefcake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So him and I, him and I did extra work the one time and drove down together and we did a, like a three show loop. It was like, I think it was like Cleveland, Columbus and the Grand Rapids. And <laughs> it was great. That guy just like, he ate like three pieces of cake the one day. <laughs> And, and we wrestled, I think we got in ring in ring the next day and had like tryouts, but like, here I am all self-conscious. Like, I'm like, Oh, I can't eat that. Cause like, it'll make me look shitty. But he's like, I already had two. <laughs> he's getting like, in the ring with chocolate sauce on his face. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's tremendous. Like by far though, hands down WWE's catering is like, like it's, yeah, I'd pay to eat theirs. It's good. It's <laughs> That's good. Amazing. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. know, you, you've done a fair amount of work with the WWE now. You know, you mentioned working with Brian Myers. Uh, I know that you've been a rosebud as well. What are some of your favorite things that you've done with the WWE? Man, I never say the story, but I was Sting. No way. <laughs> I was Sting in, uh, I've told this story twice. So now a few more people might hear. So I was Sting in the build up to, Sting versus Triple H going into WrestleMania. No kidding. You'd never be able to tell it was me because of the distance. So lights go out in the entire arena. And then Triple H is in the middle of the ring. And then a spotlight hits in one of the are- in like one of the corners of the arena. And there's a sting appearing. So the first one, that one's me. And then lights go out. It's a Monday night raw in Cleveland. And then boom, lights shine at the other the other end of the arena that was john moxley's trainer at the time light goes out and then boom uh the show lights in the middle of the ring go on and then stings right there in front of triple h in the ring and then triple h drops to his ass and like crawls away and he's got the bat like pointed towards him but yeah so i was the first sting. that's so, <laughs> so cool what was cool so not only is that not only is like okay cool you got to like be sting but like I'm standing there with a spotlight on me and the entire arena thinks I'm sting. So I got to feel a sting pop. Wow. So like the whole place is like going nuts. Like that's the <laughs> real so deal. Cool. Yeah. But the crazy thing is uh lights go out, boom, then I gotta run away. But like all these all these fans want to try and chase you. So that was crazy. So there was like there was a security person with me. Oh, that was pretty close by, but then, then I'm just like running through the corridors looking like Sting and they're like, oh man, nice costume. Like, <laughs> cause people just thought I was like, at first was a regular fan. So I'm having to, yeah, having to hang out and like, oh, that's so kind, cool. of, kind of be nearby. So I was, a uh, when we had walked up to the spot, I was like a minute early. So the guy was like, oh, just go in and pee, but don't take pictures with anyone. The second I go in to go in to, to pee four people. Hey, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> like, uh, of course I want to. Cause it's all like, I'm wearing like a legit uh, wig and the paint. And I've got the t-shirt, the cloak, the gloves, like I've got everything. So anyways, it's great. And then, and then the guy's like, come on, come on. I was like, well, fuck, you can't send me into a bathroom with a bunch of dudes. Like and expect them not to want to get a picture with Sting. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. awesome, man. Oh yeah. So I got to experience a Sting pop, which is, Oh yeah, Insane. you got you get the goosebumps going on that one for sure, right? Eh? Oh yeah, it was cool. Especially that time period too, because that's right when he first came in. He'd only been in the company a couple months. It's the build to his first match. Like, wow, that's a that's definitely a moment you won't forget. And you know, even just like probably the lead up to that, like, you know, 
setting up the spacing and like getting to see like production side of it and, and how that giant machine works. Like all that stuff is stuff that, you know, just to be a fly on the wall, the amount of stuff that you probably learn, I'm sure maybe Vince was hands-on with that one because it's a Triple H segment. I don't know, maybe I'm just speculating, but that must've been pretty cool to watch that side of it as well. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Like I was, the one time uh, when MGK got powerbombed off the stage from uh, Kevin Owens, <laughs> the one, the one extra, he, he got paid extra to get powerbombed off the stage nine times. <laughs> I, was, I was really glad it was me. I was in a really nice suit that day. So uh, road, road dog picked me to go shoot a commercial with Kane. So me and another guy got to shoot a commercial with Kane while Triple H and Stephanie were the producer of this. It was just like, I think it was like a, it was a w once wwe network was when they were doing the oh for 9.99 they were doing yeah. that whole gimmick yeah so he like like kane just like hooks us for uh, a choke slam or both standing on boxes and we just like do this and then squat <laughs> and i got paid like an extra 150 bucks that day so that's pretty hey, cool. there you go. That's all right. <laughs> that was just the bonus that was just the commercial bonus on top of everything so i was like oh I, if i would have got the same I don't have to get powerbomb nine times off the stage because I'm not MGK. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll go shoot this commercial. <laughs> Do you ever like take a moment and like, uh, you know, as a fan of the business, like uh, I know like when you're there, like whether it's WWE impact or AW, like you're working and it's professional, but do you ever get like the, the inside fan of you take a step back and just like look around and go, Holy shit. Like, this is really cool. Like I'm, I'm doing a segment with triple H and sting today, or I'm in the ring with Brian Myers, or is there anybody that you've worked with? Like uh, on top of that, that you're just like, wow, this is, this is really cool for me. Um, honestly, for me, that's not, that's not a thing that I've never been that way. Yeah. Um, I've only ever gotten pictures. I've only asked for pictures with like three wrestlers ever. And uh, yeah, it's just, for me, that's just not a thing. Now, the only time in my life I was speechless, it was random. It was the day I had my SmackDown match. Jericho came out. Um, he had just come out of like a side locker room and he was tagging with Jericho. Uh, they were Jericho show. So him and Big Show at the time. And so he just came out of the room. And so I was like, oh, I, like I'm Tyler. But then I like froze and didn't say anything else, but it wasn't because I was like starstruck. I just didn't know that. I didn't know someone's coming out. I was by myself. I was, I was actually like, I had hairspray in my other hand. Cause I was like doing my hair again, ready for my match, but I could have shot. He wasn't doing anything. So I could have shot the shit with him then and, and like got some good advice. And at the time that would have been, I was like three years into the business. So like, I, I just wish I would have looking back, I would have taken that opportunity. Um, but honestly, like I've been pretty fortunate, like I, with all the opportunities that I've had, I've like really taken the time rather than soaking it in. I'm, I'm, my mindset is that I'm working. And so if you're soaking it in, you're not working. And, yeah. and in my mind, you should be working and networking and trying to get to know different people. And I, I want to get to know every person that's there. That's also an indie worker. And I want to know everyone that's, I want to know every referee. I want to, I want to ask production something, because if I can, if I can figure out any portion of like where I can learn or, or essentially like even where I can help out, like I would love to, because that's, yeah. that's essentially like how, how the machine runs. But well, and you got to yeah, think no, about it too. Like those production guys, like they know how to make you look good, right? Stand here yeah. and do this instead of like that. That's the, that's the mind frame that I don't think a lot of people bring to the table as well as talk to everybody, learn everything. I, I love that you come in with that approach. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's, it's that was ingrained in me from day one from my training. So that's like, I've tried to, I've tried to put that into most aspects of my life. So 
now we just got to keep building on opportunities. <laughs> oh, that's it for sure, man. Uh, you know, you've done so much in your career. Uh, for anybody that's been living underneath a rock, maybe a rock solid, throw a little terrible pun in there, but I'll go with it. Uh, and they've never <laughs> seen you perform before. If we if we went into YouTube right now or, or even just off the top of your head, what are some matches that you would recommend people to check out to, to get the full experience of the Saturday Night Delight? Uh, if we're going with recent, I just had a, yeah, the, the one with Del Bruno and uh, it was for Greek town wrestling the, the night before, or sorry, the night after I wrestled uh, race Hansen, Greek town wrestling. That was both matches were extremely loud. The crowd is going crazy. Uh, anything Tyler Turbo versus Cody Diener from whether it's rock solid or cro- crossfire wrestling, the, yeah, I don't know. I've probably wrestled 15 to 20 different promotions on that match, but yeah, those are, yeah. If you want to see, if you want to see the best of Tyler Turbo, you just yeah type it in Tyler Turbo. It's going to show up dapper, dimple, dangerously delicious. And it's going to be Mr. Young Finn, stupid pretty. So I love yeah. that. And I'm sure <laughs> that we are going to see the best Tyler Turbo at punches, pile drivers and pinfalls on Saturday, August the 19th. Rock solid wrestling is going to be on fire rolling into Kirkland Lake, 100% of the profits going to the community living Kirkland Lake. Tyler, before I let you go, I, I want to end on two notes here. Uh, the first one, please plug all your social medias. Let people know where they can find you. Absolutely. So I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And all of them are at Tyler Turva. So T-Y-L-E-R-T-I-R-V-A. And uh, yeah, feel free to uh, do a follow, drop a like. And then yeah, if you... If you, for whatever reason, need to reach out for anything, if you're wanting to know anyone for different bookings and whatnot, I'm always open for more business. Love to hear that. The last question that I want to ask you, I like to end all my interviews on this note. You've done a lot of incredible things so far in your career. And I know you've told some great stories today, but are there any moments that just you'd look back on? It just makes you smile. Could have been a great match, a great fan experience. Uh, a professional accomplishment, just just something that you're very proud of and just makes you personally happy? Uh, for me, it's, for me, it's my entire body of work. Um, I feel like I'm most proud of, I don't feel like there's ever been a point where I felt like I let myself get stale. I've, I feel like I've, everything's been a build. And so right now I'm actually getting, um, I'm personally getting the most out of every single match and every single interaction that I have, not even just with, not even just with other wrestlers, the the conversations that I'm having with new fans at shows, um, whether it might start with them giving a compliment of, Oh man, like I thought you were great or, you know, but then like that, the, the conversation always turns, turns a sharp left and we end up having just like a really neat bond. Like I'm, there's a lot of neat things happening right now for me. And I don't know how to describe it in words, but it, it is the reason I keep going. And it's the reason why I continue to keep working hard. And I genuinely just love wrestling with my entire being because when I'm in there, I feel so invincible. It's the same as when I'm talking with you talking about wrestling. Like this is like, I do this cause I love it. And I feel like people can feel that from me. And so that's all I've ever wanted to get out of it. So that's why this is everything I'm putting into it. I love that. 
I absolutely love hearing that. And, you know, I, I say it all the time on this show, there is something special happening up in the Ontario scene, whether it's Northern Ontario, Southern Ontario, you know, the border towns, it doesn't matter. Something special is happening here. And you're a big reason for that. We want to keep wishing you the best of luck, man. Not that you need it because you're on fire right now. <laughs> you know, hopefully <laughs> we we're always need you. luck, Tyler. We ah, always need luck, brother. <laughs> hopefully we're going to be seeing you get another run with Impact there or maybe some more work with AWWE. doesn't matter. Any company would be lucky to have you, man. Congratulations on everything. And we look forward to keep seeing what the future holds for you, man. Thanks so much, man. And thanks for taking the time to have me sit down with you. It's been It's been a pleasure. It's fun. Well, and on behalf of T-Squared here and you too, Mike, I guess, you have been <laughs> counted out. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Rock Solid Wrestling makes its way back down the Mile of Gold and returns to Kirkland Lake, Ontario for the first time in four years. Saturday night, August 19th, live from the Northern College Athletics and Wellness Center, it's a night of fights in support of community living Kirkland Lake, featuring Canadian heavyweight champion Scotty the Body, Cody Diener, Crystal Moon, Tornado, and more. Get your tickets online at rocksolidwrestling.tickit.ca or in person at the Pronto Store on Taylor Avenue. Rock Solid Wrestling is back in Kirkland Lake, Saturday, August 19th. Don't miss it.